Live from New York, it's the show that is promising you, and I've done a little review, the best Wednesday show we've had in eight months. Guaranteed. First things first. Today, the warning about Aaron Rodgers on last night's Hard Knocks episode that you might have missed, but you need to heed. Mm, Yeah. And meanwhile, could Jonathan Taylor join the Cowboys? Why it makes sense. And finally, oh, is it time... For us Chiefs fans mm-hmm. to start worrying about Chris Jones. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh. Mm. Alongside Uh-oh. Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, as a fellow Chiefs fan, are you worried about Chris Jones saying he's not going to show up <laughs> until you week didn't, eight? You didn't see the great news? What? Oh, well, I, I don't want to spoil it. Great news. About the Royals ballpark? No, about the Chiefs. Great news. So, no, not time to panic is the short answer. What? No, great news. Really? Yeah, I great news. I think he's I'm so fun. dialed into Kansas City sports. You see how I dropped that? I talked to the mayor. <laughs> Remember that? We start with earning Rodgers' trust. Randall Cobb has played 10 years with the Jets' new quarterback and shared this message about trust and Rodgers' patience in last night's episode of Hard Knocks. Take a listen. I was just talking to 12 or 8, and he was just telling me, you know, we had a lot of mistakes in our room today. Just basic stuff, little things, right? Like, we can't have that. And it's all cool right now, but I'm telling you, one day he's going to lose his It's going to happen if it continues to go the way it's going right now. Because if he don't trust you, he's not going to throw you the ball. I can promise you that. If he don't trust you, he do not like throwing interceptions. So if he can't trust that you're going to run the right route, he's not going to throw it. It's just a matter of time. Okay, Brew, your reaction. Knowing you, Wilds, I'm guessing you don't like it. Oh, Rodgers is being mean. He's threatening them. That's not how you do it. I love it. What? I love it. Okay, what? I All right, big boy what? football. Because I know how Wilds thinks. Oh, you, you Rodgers, look at Rodgers being mean. That's not how you do it. No, it is how you do it. Those young receivers need to know what time it is. Yeah, just like it helped the Packers young receivers last year. Hey, get on the right page. This is the benefit of having a Hall of Fame quarterback or a future Hall of Fame quarterback. These guys want to please him. These guys will listen to him. These guys know he knows what he's talking about. It's like I said, it's the benefit of having LeBron James with the Lakers. Austin Reeves and Jared Vanderbilt, they want to please him. They want to impress LeBron. So you can say stuff like this, and, and it's, it's actually good, I think, that it's coming from Randall Cobb. When, that, when it comes from Rodgers, they'll be into the season. But it's good right now. It's coming from Randall Cobb. And look, he couldn't say this. Cobb or anybody if it was Zach Wilson at quarterback. You couldn't say this if it was Mike White. You maybe even Mike if White's it, if gonna it's lose a, his patience with you guys. If, right. If even if it's a Kirk Cousins, you can't call these receivers, especially a good one like Garrett Wilson and some of the others, on the carpet like this if you don't have that caliber of quarterback. So this is I, just what the doctor ordered for them. So I love so it. So listen, I don't really I don't think The story here is so much that it was said. I think the story is that Randall Cobb is telling the truth here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a problem for this team. Like it was a problem for last year's Packers team. The idea that Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't trust you, is not going to throw you the ball, is not the path to success for a team with new 
or young receivers. It works when you have Devontae Adams. Works when you have Greg Jennings. Works when you have Randall Cobb in his prime. Works when you have Jordy Nelson. Last year, when you had Romeo Dobbs, when you had Christian Watson, all of a sudden, two highly drafted players end up with barely more catches than Randall Cobb, who's one of the oldest receivers in the league. I think the idea that you are, that Roger, I don't care about the tough love. I care about the fact that Randall Cobb, what he's saying is true. Mm-hmm. Rodgers will freeze you out. And all of a sudden, who's he throwing to? Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. And I listen, I think Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Wilson. No, no, no. I think Garrett that, Wilson's right. gonna be good. Right. But you can't do it just Garrett Garrett Wilson is not enough on his own. And I don't You know think, he trusts Lazard. Yeah, I, I I understand that. But you need McCall Hardman or Corey Davis or someone because Cobb is a, a wide receiver's coach almost at right. this point. Yeah. You need somebody else. You need the, uh, tight ends because I know he's talking to the wide receivers. This applies to the tight ends. We saw in the NFC Championship game, uh, Mercedes Lewis either dropped a pass or fumbled the ball and never got the ball again. Was barely on the field again, even though he had been one of the guys been going to all year. There's a couple years ago. Like Rodgers will turn on you, yep. and turn on you is not in a real way, but you yeah. know what I mean. And so I don't think that Wilds is the right approach. When you're when none of these guys have had time to earn your trust yet, you none know, of them. Two of them will be fine. The ones we mentioned, Wilson and Lazard. I think I, you know Hardman from Kansas City. I think it could use a little kick in the I, butt. I don't. I but mean, I think get, get on top of his game. The, I, I think Wilson's an excellent player. I don't. The, when you say he's going to be fine, I think even excellent young receivers sometimes run the wrong route. Makes you know what I mean. Make mental mistakes. I think you can be a great young receiver and still do some of these things that Cobb is talking about, which is a problem. I think he's time. compared him to Devontae, though. Sure. So okay. I think uh, he I'm just Sam saying. Darnold like, to Steve he, Young too, so. Here you go. So you didn't like it. You, you well, didn't I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, like everybody's Devontae. Like I was wrong. Bro, let me like show I you. Was out there. Let me show you this graphic. Rogers last four years throwing 30 yards down the field. Last year, 6 for 40, completion percentage was 15%. I'm going to give you three doors to walk through. Reason number one, door number one, all the fuzzy reasons. Oh, it's trust. It's chemistry. There's a risk aversion to throwing interceptions. Reason door number two, Aaron Rodgers is old and can't make those throws anymore. And door number three is Devontae Adams wasn't there and your completions percentage dropped down to 15%. Which one of those options and which one of those doors do you want to walk through? And don't say, eh, and don't say thumb injury because Josh pulled the numbers. He was one for eleven before week five. Wow, you should have saved that. I know. You should have saved it. You could have really thumb burned injury. And then go bam. It's even worse. Hit him. It's even worse. God. I am going to walk through door number one. Just trust. Yep. Lack of trust. Because it, it, obviously he didn't light it up and put up Aaron Rodgers' numbers in the second half of the season, but he did trust the guys a little bit more, and they started winning and playing better. So can I key in on one other thing Randall Cobb said that mm-hmm. we know is true that I also think is potentially problematic? When Randall Cobb said he doesn't like throwing interceptions. Yep, I knew you were going to so, there is a fine line when it comes to interceptions. Where they are on the field, you know what I mean? The Where you are in the down clock, not the down clock, but you know what I mean? Is it yeah, third yeah, yeah. long or is it first like and ten? Right. Ex- ex- and how many is too many? And having the fewest interceptions in the league, as Rodgers had many times, is not always quite as good as it sounds. 
because there is a level of chance taking that is worth it because right. the big play that comes from it. And I think that is illustrated with Rodgers more so because what is the play Rodgers maybe is most famous for? The Aaron Rodgers free play. Yep. Now, every quarterback's great on the free play because it's free play. Mahomes has gotten great at it as well. But you, Rodgers, it was, he was considered the best in the world at it. And that's, to me, not coincidental that, oh, Aaron is make, taking some chances and making some plays here that he could make right. within the structure of a regular play, mm-hmm. but because he knows there's no downside, and so maybe a little more of the Aaron Rodgers free play mentality when it's I not a free play yeah. on a third and 12 where it's going to yeah. end up a punt anyway, that, that is where I think Rodgers kind of self-awareness of the conversation about him and the stats and the MVPs and all those things work against him to a degree. Because a few more picks might not be a bad thing, particularly when you're trying to gain chemistry with these young receivers. No risk it, no biscuit. Mm. (laughs) Let's take a look at the odds to win the AFC. Chris Jones lists Chiefs at one, Bills at two, Cincinnati's at three, the Ravens coming in at four, and then the Jets. I thought this was a graphic error, to be honest with you, bro. <laughs> Could the Jets win the AFC? That is not a bad list. I mean, they're fifth on that list. I would love to say yes. Because and, and I'm not Jets. like not that I'm just like this I'm certainly not a Jets fan. I'm not like a huge Aaron Rodgers you do fan. Live in New I, Jersey. I, I do yeah. now, but but you know, <laughs> but for the storylines, number one. If, if Aaron Rodgers were somehow to lead them to the Super Bowl, just to the Super Bowl, let alone win it, the storyline would be fantastic. Huge now one. we're talking about where is he at on the all-time list, who's he passed up, and so on and so forth. And, and there are other storylines as well. Obviously, the Jets' first Super Bowl in 55 years, he did what Favre couldn't do. Like, it would be a fantastic story. Obviously, and if he could beat a Mahomes or a Burrow or whoever in the AFC title game. But – I don't think their ceiling is the Super Bowl. I think their ceiling, and I'm not predicting they get here, but the ceiling's AFC Championship game. Okay. And you know I, he has struggled in championship well, games. Well, he's, he's struggled, he struggled games. in a number of things. So, I, listen, I think Kansas City, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo, and the Chargers are all more likely. That's seven teams. I would put them a, a similar likelihood of uh, the Steelers, you know what I mean, who are the, the, the Browns. The, the 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 but I know you like the Browns. You know what the, I know, but it's, the, it's, I, I the mean, conference the, is so deep. The it's conference ridiculous. is crazy deep. I I haven't even mentioned the Broncos. I give them a better chance. The Broncos. I here's the problem though, and I think we do if we have the Rodgers playoff stats full screen, we can put it up. This is since winning the Super Bowl. So here's the thing. He's been miserable on the road. Does anybody think the Jets have any path to home field advantage? No. No. Of no. course not. He's had one excellent road playoff game since the Super Bowl, where, if you remember, they were on the road all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, That was the epic game against Dallas. And Dak Prescott, he had the amazing throw down the sideline at the end. That's the only one. And so I don't think the Jets have any chance 
of being one of the top two seeds in the AFC. And they obviously, unless they're going to rename MetLife Arrowhead, it would be weird for the Arrowhead Invitational to be held there. So they're going to be on the road at the very least at the AFC title game if they were to get there. And I have no reason to believe Aaron Rodgers is going to play well in a road playoff game. I just don't. What about the home playoff games lately in Green Bay? Absolutely. I mean, he came on late to make the stats look Mm -hmm. good. But he didn't play great. Do you have the breaking news? Did they? Did you get it? Well, they, Dusty told me. Yeah, I just saw it too. Oh, I think really? it's worth there, You were. Go, it's serious. I, I thought it was. I, I, I don't you know. Were joking. No, this is actual breaking news about the team we're talking about. Corey Davis, Jets wide receiver. He just retired. He announced it on Instagram. So I don't know if the tough the love Randall is good Cobbs or bad. I don't know if the Randall scared Cobbs him. Like, I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with it. I was like, you know, Corey Davis, who right now is listed as one of their starting wide receivers, he was like, man, this guy's not going to throw me the ball. I'm out of here. I'm just telling you, Corey Davis retired. Uh, Rodgers hasn't played in a preseason game since 2018. But st- since this is a new team, he's going to lace them up on Saturday against the Giants. Here's his take on the preseason tune-up. Yeah, I mean, there's always that risk-reward. I think over the years, it just hasn't made sense based on a number of different factors. But I used to enjoy playing the preseason back in the, back in my younger years just to kind of maybe take that first hit or feel the kind of the nerves in the first drive. So I look forward to being out there. Um, it was not much of a conversation with Robert. I think he was a little more nervous. I might have said no. But I was already leaning towards asking him to play. So it was an easy conversation. A fascinating coach quarterback. It's a really it's a really interesting coach quarterback. <laughs> that was just the, like did you see the, when they said this earlier episode of Hard Knocks where he's like so Salah was like, So what do you want to do at halftime? Do you like stay quiet? Do you like there to be like talking? He's like, No, I like to talk about it. And Salah was like, Yeah, good, that's what like what we like to do. It is and again, I'm not judging it because Salah is a younger head coach and yep. Rogers been in the league, but it is a very interesting dynamic they have. All right, ahead. so, Brew, the question is, does Rodgers need this tune-up game? Need is too strong. I mean, for a Hall of Fame quarterback, one of the best to ever do it, to need a preseason game mm-hmm. where he's going to play what? A few, a few possessions? Mm-hmm. Like, That's probably, he, he won't play the first half. He might not even play the whole first quarter. So, I think need is too strong. Now, I think it's a great idea. I do would like to see him out there with the starting offensive line, all right, or most of it. <laughs> Dwayne Brown won't be there. No, they um, just activated is he, Dwayne is he Brown. Is play? I don't know if he's going to play, but he's okay. now activated off Pupolis. Okay, so he needs to get behind the offensive line. You want to see him with these receivers. I mean, I don't want his first game action as a Jet with these new teammates to be against Buffalo in week one. Well, that's so, why he needs to play. Well, that, need, that's why he needs need, to play. like like – would but not be like you need water trouble? in the desert. If but he like, needs it, let him play the first half. The, okay, the full but first half. I mean, if he needs it, no, okay. he needs two possessions. Okay, the, Ten plays, that's going to do it? No, I think it is a good idea for him to play. I, think I for agree him to with play that. With it behind this offensive line and with this receiving core that now is evidently down Corey Davis. So the it's now Garrett Wilson, Lazard, Hardman, uh, Cobb, I can live the, with that. I yeah, I you like Hardman a hell of a lot more now that he's not a chief. No, than you did I like him as a chief. The, I like him as a chief. And so I, I I think it's smart. I I think playing Rodgers is smart. I understand that if some freak thing happens and he gets hurt, everyone's going to kill Salah. And I've been very critical of Salah's game management. I don't know that we have any reason to believe he's an excellent coach. That that would be unfair. Like you, there you is right. there is an element of. In order to get ready for anything, 
Doing it helps you get ready for it. Mm -hmm. I don't care what that thing is. And it is not like it was for Rodgers at any other time in his career because he's with a new team. And even the one other thing I will say, and and we always got to remember this part of it, even if in that 11-person huddle, Rodgers doesn't need it. Those other 10 might. Those other sure. 10, how he calls the play, yeah, the feel he did, feel like, the, of it. Little, the little gun. Yeah. Like, oh, the, I didn't know his gun. The hand signal stuff, all finger. of that. that, that there is an element of, for the center, is it going to be helpful to you know, have well, a real offensive game? line hadn't even been together Exactly. Yet, so and so definitely. for the young receivers, for all that, yes, I think it's a smart idea for them to play. Also, oh. probably the last chance for the Jets to win for about a month. So, <laughs> You know two Jets starting quarterbacks have been hurt in the preseason games against the Giants. I did not know Chad that. Pennington and Mark Sanchez. I did, wow. I did not know that. I'm grinding. That. Y'all up there <laughs> what, figuring out your jokes, you're going to say. I'm, me and Dusty are getting busy doing research. <laughs> Journalists, baby. <laughs> the worry of Chiefs fans like myself. <laughs> what? I mean, that's what I'm doing. You got, some joke. you got some more uh, Destiny's Child <laughs> to sing? FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius X. <laughs> Grinding is my <laughs> Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. We're 15 days from the first Chiefs game, and Chris Jones still a no-show. On Twitter, he hinted that he wouldn't be back until week eight. I got very nervous. Me and all my Chiefs friends were like, what's the deal? Here's Andy Reid and Mahomes. Take a listen. There's been no communication, so I don't I don't know uh, what's going to go there. But whatever happens, happens. I mean, not there. We... The game goes on, right? So that's how it works. Yeah, I don't think any, I don't think anyone expected him not to be here uh, now, but uh, that's part of the contract negotiation stuff. So I mean, I'm not looking down on him for anything like that. Uh, he has um, stuff that he's trying to get done that he feels like he needs to to get done right now, and so I, I respect his decision. And then whenever he gets back, like I said, we open him with, with open arms. Mm, time to worry. Worry a little bit. A little bit. This is great news. Okay, here we go. Now we're in 
fantasy world. Oh, really? Yeah, we're we in fantasy world. Chris Jones confirmed he'll be back. He even gave us the last possible date. So I said many times the Chiefs can't go 20-0 without Chris Jones. You know what they can go? 7-0 without him. Because you know where all of their You're hardest games are. Well, to go to 20-0, they not have to start help everything. You get a contract, Hold on a second. Well, maybe oh, so, maybe point, not. Bro. But now we know Chris Jones, who has said he wants to win Defensive Player of the Year, he, it's gonna be, he's going to have to play his ass off <laughs> the last Stop 10 that. games with Defensive Player of the Year. But set that aside. We know he is not even threatening to skip the entire season, which could be somewhat problematic for the Chiefs. And if we can put up the schedule, I think we can. I think we have it. Um, what's the hardest game in the Chiefs' schedule? The Bengals, they own them. When's that? When's the Bills game? Oh, that's that seems to be after Week 7. Uh, when's the Eagles game? That's after Week 7. When are all of the road divisional games? Well, let's see. Week 8, that's after 7. Week 12, Week 18. Oh, my goodness I gracious. Aside from a visit to the Prince... It is the easiest part of the schedule Way without it. Disrespect. What of the Lions? Thank you. Oh, give me a break. The Lions, Lions the Jets. The, okay, week one. Patrick Mahomes. Jackson, Patrick Mahomes in week one in his career is five and zero. Oh. They average thirty-eight points per game. He has eighteen touchdowns, zero picks. They are not losing when they are hanging a banner. The the better banner is well, equal banners to yeah. what you see on this show. Give me a break. So it's good news. We know he's coming back. We know he's coming back. Can I show you another graphic right here? <clears throat> please, Just to please. support your quip. What? Jared Goff. Oh, stop Sleep it. on Jared Goff. Jared Goff when he's not facing pressure. So Chris mm. Jones is not there. Good Jared Goff gets to sit in that pocket. 70 per. Look at it. 24 touchdowns to six interceptions. Greg is already on the Lions. I am, and they already have one of the best offensive lines in all of football. Wait, so letdown game? You, They're you, on like a nine-game winning streak? You exiled a guy that's going to give you possibly, the, potentially the biggest issue on the defensive oh. front, Chris Jones. Look, this is a problem. Oh. Like, this is Why? a problem. So it is panic time. Yeah, Why? It's, I'm not going to say it's panic time because you do have Patrick Mahomes. And you, you're never going to panic when you have that great of a player. Huh. However, when you look at defensively and Spagnolia and what he wants to do and some of the guys that they have on that D-line right now that are already injured, that they're not getting the production that they want to see, he makes everything work. Of he course, he's a great better. player. I get that. Yeah, that I'm what, agreeing with but you. But what, what I'm saying is – you're you're speaking because if solely what you know the Patrick Mahomes has been able to do, what I'm saying is he's been able to do that along with Chris Jones being on the other side and him doing well, his part. He was also able to do it when they, Chris Jones was there when we had the number 30-ranked defense. But here, can we put the Chiefs But he's always up? been the player no, that steps Chris up and Chris Jones, makes the play. I had him as one of the 10 best players in the league. I agree with all of that. What I am saying to you, and you guys laughed at me and thought I was doing some vaudeville act, but I'm serious. Right now, let's assume Chris Jones is not back until week eight. Tell me the Chiefs record, and then you tell me if it's panic-worthy. That's what I'm asking. That's a fair way to frame it. If he misses all seven games. Worst, worst case scenario. Five and two. Worst case. Which is why I say it's So you, you got Jacksonville and the Chargers beating them? The Jacksonville and then what I would say is you have four, Jets four tough tight. games. Jacksonville, Jets, Vikings, Chargers. And split those four. The other three games are you roll over them. So it's five and two at worst. Wait, you're not uh, even well, acknowledging At worst, if you said. Stop it. They, Broncos so, play them tough. Broncos, Broncos have won a Super Bowl more recently than they've beaten the Chiefs. They, they, they play them tough. Play them tough. Yeah, yeah, drop a bit. I'm going to – worst – look, I'm, I'm with Nick in that it's not time to panic. All right. Nick. Andy Reid 
doesn't even seem to care. I mean, like, I'm not good. Remember we jumped on Jim Irsay for what he said about Jonathan Taylor? And I'm, I'm not jumping on Andy Reid. But this was the same thing. Andy was like, hey, the games go on. You, you know, didn't play that. He's not you here. Didn't, he's not you here. Didn't think that was frustration from Andy Reid and his no, own Andy Reid? No, not at all. Because he said it a couple of weeks ago. He said a similar like, thing. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't value Chris Jones. Because yeah, you got to be like that as a coach. Yeah. He is just like, we're fine. Well, like, but can yeah, I also we're, we're good. make another point? Because I don't think, by the way, he's going to miss the first seven weeks. I don't think he's going to miss the first any weeks. I'm, just get it done. I, well, well, wait, hold on. Well, Are they is, getting it is, done? Is, is Nick Bosa, hey, guys, guys, how's Nick Bosa looked at camp? Anybody know? Oh, he hasn't shown up yet either? So, so that defense so is the better, two, though, than the Chiefs. No, if course. you take Bolsa and Jones no, off. Of course they're defense better yes. than the Chiefs. Right. It, of course, I understand. So I'm just saying, My point is you have two star defensive players in the whole league that didn't show up to training camp. Neither has shown up yet. I, uh, do we think Nick Bosa and Chris Jones are, are not going to play this year? I don't. Mm. I, think, I think he's going to play. I think, and he has been, the, he has been adamant that he wants to win Defensive Player of the Year. He has shown up at Chiefs events. There's not that he wants a bunch of He'll money, and he deserves a bunch me. of money. I, I believe I'm He'll with be you. I, I didn't say it's time to panic, but what I'm saying is when you look, forget what I'm saying. I want to have ask a question yeah, to you, the sure. resident GM. Yeah. When you get rid of Tyreek Hill uh-huh. a year before and win the Super yeah. Bowl, and Frank Clark, you let him go, let yeah. him walk. You're not paying Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. probably what he's worth. You're not yeah. even paying Patrick Mahomes what we're seeing all these okay. other quarterbacks making. Yeah. What, why are you holding on to your money and not I'm paying this you. guy? What, what is, what's the well, So I of? think they are going to pay this guy. They have said that Brett Beach went on the record and said one of the reasons we traded Tyreek was to pay him. I think that right now they're either haggling over guarantee or length, but it, it will get done. Chris Jones is going to be a chief, and by the time he plays his first game, they will have zero losses next to their record, either because what? it is the first game of the year or it's because week eight, and they have no losses. They're not going 7-0 seven. Seven oh t- Chris. Jones. They worst case scenario, I think, is four and three. Well, now they're fine at four okay. and three because the bottom line is Greg can we, said it. Can you we got go- Mahomes. Okay, you won it without Tyreek Hill. You won it with so many young rookies on the defensive side last year. You won it with a seventh round pick as your running back. I yeah. love Isaiah Pacheco, but still, yeah. okay. so they're they're fine. All right, Jeffrey Chidia of NFL.com ranked eight, uh, all eight divisions. And the AFC West came in third. Here's what he wrote. This is kind of what you were saying, bro. The one thing you can count on in this division is the Kansas City Chiefs dominating. They easily won their seventh straight division title, and only a fool would doubt head coach Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' chances of doing that again. Greg, <laughs> we're all confident in the Chiefs to the point that it's kind of a boring conversation. Yeah, what do you mean? You, you're well, you're di- disregard. I'm, I just. That I, you're picking the Lions. Because I think Greg is going to. And Greg's going to spice it up. Yeah. Yeah. Any chance the Chiefs don't cruise? Yes, there's a chance that they don't. Like a real chance. Really? Yes, there's there's a not real ch- a anything can happen. Like, what, what are we making this up? Like, like, like other teams don't improve in the offseason. Like, the Chargers are just going to be the same old Chargers, and the oh, Chiefs probably. are just going to lay down, probably. and the Broncos are just going to never beat the Chiefs. It's happening, Nick. When? Get it, get when? it through your skull. It okay. is going to happen this year. Okay. The Broncos will end up beating the Chiefs one of these games, maybe even both. We okay. will see. But when wow. you look at when you look at when you when we talk about cruising, like yes, they went 
They won all six games in their division last year. But these aren't easy games that they're winning. They're winning by three, by one. Chargers both both times three points or less. So for me to sit here and just act like these teams haven't improved and aren't equipping themselves so that they can dethrone the Chiefs, in a regular season game, okay. I'm not saying that well, they're going to lose the division, but it's not just okay, going to be okay, a cruise. Listen, I, the, here's what I know. The reason that they cru- it said they cruised through the division is post-Mahomes' rookie year, they have won the division by five games, yeah. six games. The year the Chiefs were melting down and people had figured out Patrick Mahomes, yeah. that was fun. They won it by two, and last year they won by four games. Those are massive spreads in a 17 or 16 game schedule here's the other reason people think hmm they might cruise to the division how does Patrick Mahomes do against the AFC West do we have a a graphic to show you about oh he's the best ever he is 11 and 0 against Denver 9 and 1 against the Raiders and the one win was so big they ran or they did a little victory lap yep. and the team that's really had his number the Chargers he's 7 and 2 against them so and here's where I would disagree with my pal Jeff Chadia on this divisional ranking if you take the take the favorites out of take the favorite out of the AFC's Buffalo take it out that's still a damn good division. Right. Mm-hmm. Take Cincinnati out of the AFC right. North. That is a damn good division. You know why the AFC West is so hard? Because the Chiefs are there. Well, Take the Chiefs out of it. That is not a great division. The Raiders stink. The Broncos won five games last year. The Chargers, you guys can't stop making fun of. They, 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 uh, they, it's, uh, I, I, look, obviously I'm picking the Chiefs to win the division, but I, I'm leaning toward Greg. Like, the Chargers should be improved with Kellen Moore calling the plays now. And they, he said it, two three-point three, score, three point games last year. The year before, they split with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The loss was in overtime. Last year, Denver went in a horrible season. Denver? Two one-score one games. Denver was down 28 nothing to start with one of yeah, those games. W- hold on. They gave up. The, yeah. But the Prince, all we hear about is the, the comeback. It was oh, a comeback came back and won? To they almost won? win? The almost, to two one-score games. I've never heard of that. Two one-score games when they were horrible. Win. A comeback When they were horrible. This year they're going to be better under Sean Payton. Okay. Russ is going to be better. I'm just saying it's what not going to be saying? as easy as you're saying. I'm just uh, not. Uh, all and I'm Chris saying. Jones is going to be out there Bro, for seven weeks. That's, which is why <laughs> it's noteworthy that all of their divisional road games are after those first seven weeks. Here's what I, here's what I would like. I would like, before we entertain the idea that the Chiefs are going to have any competition in the AFC West, for one of these teams to one time beat Patrick Mahomes in their stadium. Patrick Mahomes is undefeated in road divisional games. 15-0, like LeVar Ball, never lost. One time, let these opposing fans but get to have the experience of having Arrowhead. Patrick Mahomes. Yes, you know what? You're right about that. He is only 12-3 and at home in, in divisional games. He wins 80% of the home games and 100% of the road games, which is how you get 90% of all the games. There we go. What? This whole thing just felt like fodder for the Chiefs social media team. Yeah. Greg, you're going to be. <laughs> you said the Broncos could beat them twice. Right, twice. You know what? Luckily, once the parade comes around, I'm going back the to the Kansas first City week of the forgiving. season, first opening week. Lions, let's go! Lions, wow, let's go! Wow, Detroit leaves it. <laughs> Just trying to add a little. Sp-
Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Brock Purdy was firmly in control of the offense. We started the day with a backup QB controversy that is no more. Sam Darnold, who Kyle Shanahan uh, compared to Steve Young, has now been named the Niners' backup over Trey Lance to Nick Wright's chagrin. Nick, your reaction? No, listen, I want to be very, very clear. I have never once said that I believe Trey Lance is great. I have never once said that I have evidence that he's good. I did say foolishly, and now it looks laughably dumb that I trusted the Niners' quarterback evaluation process. But obviously, that's idiotic. Because they have the worst quarterback evaluation process in recent NFL history, Mm. by their own admission. Wow. Brew, go ahead. You seem like you're champing at the bit. Who was better in college, Sam Darnold or Trey Lance? Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah. I, I, I think Brock Purdy had a better college career Okay, then Trey Lance. That's fine. One guy went third, one guy went dead last. What I, no, that I get that, this? but he what? played at, all, at Iowa State versus what? That's Utah great. State that's for Trey Lance? Look. North Dakota State. I, yeah. I, the North Dakota, no. Utah State was right, Jordan. Yeah, right, North Dakota yeah. State, my bad. But my point is this. Even if they got, if they, if Brock Purdy pans out or he gets hurt and Sam Darnold pans out and they exactly. win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Who cares that they didn't get Trey Lance right? They it's got not, to where they that, want that's to go. Fine, but Who cares that they gave up so many that picks is, for him? Be, well, I'll tell you why. Because you know if they had a state. If it, they win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, it okay. matters that, oh, they haven't gotten anything the, out of Trey Lance. No, no, no. What matters is that you had the 12th pick of the draft two years ago. 
And I understand it's just the 12th pick. You, you, you know, maybe it'd just be a terrible player. Could have drafted Mac Jones there. As it happens, the guy who went 12th, it's kind of a deep cut. Micah Parsons is who went with the, with the pick the Niners had. But they said, we don't want that pick. And we don't want our next year's first. And we want the year after that's first. What we want is this player. And then they said, but we know he's raw. He's not going to play his rookie year. So be it. And then, after making the NFC title game with your guy Jimmy Garoppolo, they said, we believe in this player so much, mm-hmm. so much, that Jimmy is locked out of the building, and he's our starter. They went through an entire offseason. He's our starter. An entire preseason. He's our starter. Played one game. Didn't play well. It was a downpour, but fine. He then broke his leg. And now, they are saying... We're done with him entirely. That is terrible process. He got beat out by Sam Donald. And what I am telling you is this. It is a terrible process if you spend uh, $100 million worth of NFL resources on a player and then say a guy who has had six years and 60 starts for us all to know stinks. We value him more. That means your process is broken. If in the meantime, you stumbled ass backwards into Brock Purdy, maybe that'll save you. But your process is broken. If you drive your fancy car off a cliff and land next to a hidden treasure, doesn't mean it was a good idea. They didn't drive it just means the you got They lucky. drafted Brock Purdy. They, he didn't just show up to practice the, and say, hey, no, can I that's throw fine. it? I'm not talking about he, Brock they Purdy. They drafted him. Brew, I'm talking they about went out and got and Sam. Dar- they went out and got Sam Darnold when nobody else wanted him. And you they think saw he's something. No, they didn't. You think Sam Darnold's good now? Mike, is this the argument? I think he must be better than Trey Lance. And, and what I am saying is. Because he was better at every other what, level. What I am saying is, if you take a player from the D2 level who had a dozen college starts and you, you like him so much after a dozen college starts at the D2 level to trade three, three first-round picks to get him and then after four starts, one of which he played three plays, mm-hmm. you are ready to throw him away? They made Your, a mistake. But that, okay, that's and fine. is it important to be right or to get it right? No, so I, that's... They I gotta I, get it I right. get that. And what I am saying is, though, in this, in, in this business, that type of mistake, someone must be held to account. They really are struggling. No. I mean, right? They they, they really look bad. Hold on, and I'm sorry, Greg. They could win the so Super Bowl. Bowl. Go ahead. The, the, but Greg, you are Mister. If you don't win a Super Bowl, it's devastating. Well, for the Cowboys. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait a moment. <laughs> the Niners made a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. They then made an NFC Championship. They've they've done all these things, right? Right. If they don't win a Super Bowl, it will be in large part because not only they never got the quarterback position right. But players who could have helped them, like Micah Parsons, and then the two next first-round picks they didn't get, they spit on a guy that they watched play throw a hundred passes and throw him out. I, obviously, Micah Parsons is great. You love to have him, but we can't say if they don't win the Super Bowl, that's why. What, what if if they do? They might win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. Look, Trey Lance has had all these practices to impress him. And maybe he's a gamer, and well, we I know he's only played a few games, but he hadn't looked like a great gamer in those games. Brock Purdy came right in and took uh, capitalized on this I'm opportunity. I'm talking about Darnold, not Purdy. 
The Darnold thing is what's going on. Darnold was the, the third pick in the draft, so, too. So and got 60 starts to show he stinks. So 60. It's not shocking that Darnold went one out. Like, when you're running an offense and you are the offensive coordinator and the head coach and you have an offensive guy like Brock Purdy who looks great in your scheme, you want to be able to, if anything were to happen, transition to the next guy without having to totally shift all of what you're doing mid-game. However, to your point, for me – this is completely mishandled, and it's just odd the way that they're – if this were a lot of other organizations and you invest so much assets into a draft pick and you say to your fan base and to that player and to the league basically, we're drafting him here – for this reason, but we know we're going to play him down the road because we got to give him an opportunity to develop and nurture the, nurture the talent into him. That's one thing. What they're basically saying is we choose Kyle Shanahan over this draft pick, which is odd. And when you when you have a guy at the quarterback position that you haven't given a chance, that's my only issue and qualm with as it. a player. It, wait, if you're on that team and you're at practice every day, forget Purdy, who's looking better in practice. If Darnold clearly is looking better than Trey Lance and you're a player on that team yep. and they put Trey Lance ahead of him, is that going to diminish your morale just a little bit? Like, Darnold's clearly better. I, I get you. I'm, That's I'm, all I'm, sure. I, I'm with you there. However, what I'm saying is for that player, the re- you knew he was a work that you were going to have to fit, kind of fine-tune. You knew it was going to be and a process. And they are keeping him. Oh, they, they, yeah, no, you're keeping him, I but he's damaged. So. He's Mentally, yeah, he's done. done. Look, it, it, it's the practice. NFL, yeah, baby. You know that more than anybody. you got to be able to overcome that. I don't know. Can't overcome it if you don't get a chance to play. He might. With their injuries, who knows? Yeah, holding the, the scout yeah. team cards. Yeah, I mean. That's tough. Choosing Man. Darnold over Lance is un... It, it's just the worst... MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Jonathan Taylor looking for a new home. Is there a chance he replaces Zeke and lands in Dallas? Well, Jerry Jones was asked about the 24-year-old running back, 24-year-old, <laughs> and said, I look at every opportunity, but the way our young backs are playing, I am very comfortable where we are. I feel good about our running back position if we didn't add anybody. Nick, should the Cowboys go after Jonathan Taylor? So, I felt bad yesterday because you were going to say this yesterday, but then, oh. as sometimes happens, I, I spent over my allotment of time. We didn't have time to get to you. Want to see all my graphics And I had I forgotten that you won. So, here's the argument. Tony Pollard, who everybody likes, mm-hmm. who is coming off a broken leg in the last game he played in, has played 101 games in college in the NFL. 12 of those, he had more than 12 carries. Five of those, he had 15 carries. 
We have never seen Tony Pollard as a high-usage guy. He has been excellent dating back to college wilds mm-hmm. as a counterpunch, not your consistent jab. And the Cowboys are – I think the Cowboys have the best defense in the NFL. They are absolutely in win-now mode. That wilds would be the argument for Correct. Jonathan Taylor. So you're excellent. saying they should. Well, yeah. Let's I see, th- let's I see th- yeah. Well, the graphics. You don't. The other person doesn't call the graphics. <laughs> I mean, you just said you bragging well, about your you graphics. Don't call, I'm, like, I'm sitting here with bated breath, ready. To I was going to give graphics. you a compliment because you were big on the Cowboys last year. Thunder oh, and Lightning. You yes. were big on that. Yes. But then who was Thunder? Zeke left. Yes. So yeah. now you've got basically two Lightnings. You moved the Lightning into the Thunder to be Tony Pollard. You brought Deuce Vaughn in as another Lightning. So you, what you need back to your Thunder. And that's Jonathan Taylor, who can handle the bulk of your carries. And I know you're going to say, well, you know, Mike McCarthy, give it to Dak. Let Dak throw the ball. And here's the graphic that's super interesting. (laughs) If Dak throws the ball 35 or fewer times, he's really good. But it's almost like a baseball pitcher. Pedro Martinez used to be like this with the Red Sox when he hit 100 pitches. Goes real south really fast. Completion percentage goes below 59. Passing yards somehow goes down, even though he's throwing. No, yeah, even though he's throwing more, eight nine, and uh, passer rating goes down. So bring in Jonathan Taylor. You've got the money. You've got some draft picks. He's not going to go for a one. He's probably not even going to go for a two. Go for, give him a three and a four, and go all in. If this is your window, Brew, you want to be the Cowboys. Go all in and get the best running back on the market right now. Look, if they wouldn't got Jonathan Taylor, I mean they're better. I mean the dude well, is, that the is point? great. I, I hear you, but. There is a salary cap. Oh, my God. There are finances. They've got the money. And here's the thing. They have a great offensive line. I like Tony Pollard. I hear you, Nick. We got to see. But it could mean he's fresh. I mean, the dude, when he has had to play as the number one guy and Zeke's been out, he looked great last year. So maybe he can handle it. But they got two, not just Deuce Vaughn, but Rico Dowdell. They like him. Like, Come on. I I know they're not Jonathan Taylor, (laughs) but Pollard is great. And the other good. two. Pollard is good. Great. You throw great around a little Pollard, too liberally. Man, last, he's, he's last year he was great. I'll say he was is better he than good last anywhere close year. to as good as Jonathan close? Taylor? I'll say, anywhere, I'll say no. close. Okay. He's not. You don't believe that. No, he's <laughs> not. You don't believe I'm high on him. Super Bowl or bust, I heard for Dallas. Jonathan Taylor is better. That, that but you're not counterpoint. You're saying Super Bowl or bust? Like, well, on. the salary. If you bring in Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> if you bring in Jonathan Taylor, as I said yesterday, he's not just going to want the four point three million. I think that I he's, think that's you, what's going to happen. Think that he's going to want the well, contract uh, extension. What's going to and you got Pollard's there thinking it's my time. Well, that and that, that part is Taylor, that part you, you pay did franchise tag Pollard. If that it, part would if be it works out to where he doesn't want the contract extension right away, yeah, you try to go make this happen okay. if you're Dallas because it is Super Bowl or bust for Dallas. So says you. But for me, it just doesn't make sense to go and get Jonathan Taylor when you weren't willing to really. You you weren't willing to pay Tony Pollard, obviously coming off an injury, and you were saying that you were willing to allow Ezekiel Elliott to walk. You were saying this is going to be our future. You weren't willing to pay him. You got C.D. Lamb coming up. You got Micah Parsons coming up. You got all these guys. That, that's not Super Bowl is about I, to get I understand that. But what I'm saying is if, if he comes in with the notion of, look, I want a contract right. extension as well, or he wouldn't even come in because of that, 
Uh, well, but that's the part. Listen, because I, I agree with you. The Cowboys just finally got out of big running back contract hell with Zeke. With right. Zeke, they're not going to immediately sign up for it again. And they already have, you know, for one year, ten million on the books with Tony Pollard with franchise tag. I agree with all of that. I just firmly believe that if I trade for Jonathan Taylor and he gets there and he's like, okay, when we start the negotiation, and I say, we're not, what is his move? Because he really wants to be out of Indy right now. Correct. I'm just saying, and you don't have to consult with him to trade for him. I've traded for Jonathan Taylor. I would consult That's fine. He shows up. Are we doing a new contract? No, we're not. What's Jonathan Taylor's move? He doesn't have one. I'm hurt. Yeah. Be awesome. No, no, be awesome. No. Play for the Cowboys. Because he's not going to try to get to the he's Super Bowl. He's not going to sit out. And he's not going to – he can't demand another okay, trade. Okay, but he's going to be a part-time player because Tony is, he's going to split time with Pollard. That, that and so is he like going to be problem. impressive enough to get the huge deal he wants? He's arguably is, the best running back in the league. Is any running back impressive enough to get the deal that they want? You're right. Nobody is. That's why it's not Super Bowl or bust. Look, that's a good argument. Hey, college football fans, this is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games, the theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, earning Rogers Trust, Randall Cobb played 10 years with Rogers and shared this message about trust and Rogers' patience in last night's episode of Hard Knocks. Take a listen. I was just talking to 12 or 8, and he was just telling me, you know, we had a lot of mistakes in our room today. Just basic stuff, little things, right? Like, we can't have that. And it's all cool right now, but I'm telling you, one day he's going to lose his It's going to happen if it continues to go the way it's going right now. Because if he don't trust you, he's not going to throw you the ball. I can promise you that. If he don't trust you, he do not like throwing interceptions. So if he can't trust that you're going to run the right route, he's not going to throw it. It's just a matter of time. Greg, your reaction. This is great. This is exactly why Randall Cobb is there, to be the voice of reason, to echo what Aaron Rodgers would say, wants to say, but possibly it wouldn't be well received. It's no different than a head coach having a player that they are leaning on to send the message to the locker room because it's going to be well received from that guy. Like this is why you have you can't completely eliminate these veterans from playing this game. Randall Cobb probably won't get a bunch of snaps. He won't be very productive when it comes to stats and receptions and all the things. However, he is going to get these guys in alignment to where Aaron Rodgers can have the success that they're hoping he has and then they can go and chase a Super Bowl hopefully. But without Randall Cobb in that unit room we're focusing on all the offensive line issues but there are more issues they got to work through and obviously with these young receivers mental errors not running the right routes it's one thing that I can speak to he is always he has always been anal about throwing interceptions and it's not just about you know drop passes or things like that when you can't be trusted to be at the right depth or run the right route, how can I go through my progression and know that you're going to be there, look this safety off, and come back here wanting to throw it, have a guy running down, chasing me down to sack me? You're not where you need to be. I can't win with you. And so that's what that's what he's speaking to. They can't do that. That's why you have a guy like Randall Cobb. Yeah, I'm with you, Greg. I love it. I love that Cobb's saying it. If, if it, things go bad, Rodgers will say it at some point, and I think by that point it could be well-received. But this is why you got Cobb. But also, this is the great thing about having a Hall of Fame quarterback because these guys, they're going to listen to what 
Cobb is saying. Like, they know that Aaron Rodgers knows what he's talking about. They know his resume, and they want to please him. I've, I've made this comparison before. It's like LeBron with the Lakers. Austin Reeves and, and all the rest of those guys want to please and impress him because of his resume. It's the same thing with the Jets. So if Mike White or Zach Wilson or even maybe a Kirk Cousins is the quarterback, I don't know that Cobb can say that. I know he can't with Mike White and Zach Wilson. Maybe not even with a Kirk Cousins level quarterback, but you can say that with Aaron Rodgers, and these guys are going to buckle up and try to do the best they can. My question, though, is is it the right approach? Not Cobb saying it, but this being the way Rodgers works. I understand why it's the right approach if you have Devontae, if you have Prime Cobb, Jordy, if you have you. Last year was not the right approach with the young receivers, flatly. Mm -hmm. Just being like, I'm not going to throw you the ball. You've lost my trust. That was not good. You are now with a new team. You now, and I understand Lazard and Cobb are there, and you have history with them. I get that. I don't think Cobb is going to be a. If Cobb's a significant contributor, the Jets have bigger problems than we thought. You have Garrett Wilson, who's excellent but young. You Mm -hmm. have McCole Hardman, who you have no relationship with. You had Corey Davis, but he, according to Mm -hmm. him, retired an hour ago. So I don't know that. Turning off receivers, if you're the them that they can lose his trust and they don't go to him anymore is good when you're with a new team and young receivers. That would be that's my first concern. My second concern is about the interceptions part. But go, uh, I wanted so that's a fair concern. However, I look at it a little differently right now. Everything has been handled in the best way possible if you're Aaron Rodgers since he's been acquired by right. the New York Jets, and so instead of being on hard knocks and him going over and talking because it doesn't matter how he says it, we're going to run with it and say, wow, did you see how Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. said that you guys can't play like that, you can't practice like that, I can't have that? Hit, it's no different. I, I've, been on the, I've been on the field when a quarterback says, hey, man, get your guys together. Like It's not that they want to go and say all these F-bombs and get on the, you're on the bad side of a quarterback. It's like, look, man – Take care of your room. I'm going to let you police it. The next time, I may have to say something. The next time for these guys, it's probably going to be on the field when it's live bullets. And that's what you don't want. You don't want to have not sent the message and given them the warning first. And then now you come down hard with a heavy hand. Remember, he said he was talking to Rodgers. Yeah, he said Rodgers just sent him over and yes, said, look, you do it. And Randall was like, look, let no, me talk to him He first said it. No, he like said that. he said, you know, that Rodgers. He said I was talking to I was talking, talking to, to eight. eight or 12 and then eight. He, the one other thing he said there is Aaron does not like throwing interceptions. Correct. We know that to be true. My question is, would it be good for Aaron to throw a few more interceptions? And by that, I mean this. Like, we, we have heard for years the most dangerous play in the NFL, the Aaron Rodgers free play. When Aaron Rodgers says, screw it, Mm -hmm. take the shot deep, and he says, screw it, because if it gets picked, it doesn't matter, it's a free play. Rodgers has been such a low interception player, you wonder if it has, if he, in service of not throwing picks, has left some big plays out on the field. When you, do you think that him throwing a few more interceptions and taking a few more chances potentially could be what leads to more production for, for this Jets team. Yeah, if you've developed the trust 
Like, I think he will take chances with a guy like Alan Lazard, bigger receiver, a guy can go up and get it. I think even Garrett Wilson, you're starting to see some chemistry, some rapport being built early on and trust being built to where, you know what, I'll take a chance with. But other guys, you don't really see that. And so to your point or to your question, no, because yeah. it's all going to fall back on him at the end of the day. I don't care what happens. He can't go up to the press conference and say, you know, I was just trying to be aggressive and give my guys an opportunity to make a play. No, we're going to look at that and be like, come on, man, you can't, you can't make that throw or you can't do this. You're throwing too many interceptions. And anytime you you have a defense like that, you can't turn the ball over and have that defense play 70, 80 plays every single week. You just can't have that happen. You know what that sounds like to me, real? The pressure of the back page of the old <laughs> newspapers. You, you just make fun are, of it. You just hoping and praying for the Jets' demise. I'm not. I'm just. It's cogent analysis. All right. Come Monday. On. Monday against the Bills. See how that's going to go. <laughs> Bills by ten. Let's take a look at the odds to win the AFC. Chris Jones's Chiefs at one. Bills at two. They'll be one and zero. Cincy at three. Ravens and then the Jets. Brew could. Often word could the Jets win the AFC? The whole thing. Yeah, I, I wish I could say yes, because I just think the storyline is delicious. And because they're your Jets. I'm not like Jets. But from an, I'm not like compared to y'all, they're my Jets because yeah. you guys hate them. But I'm saying, look, it would be for Aaron Rodgers, who I've been critical of, but the dude is an awesome quarterback. But he doesn't. The playoff resume is lacking since he won the one Super Bowl. Even got to just one Super Bowl. So if he were to come here and even lead them to the Super Bowl. It would just be great for his legacy and great for the storylines, not to mention the Jets' first championship since 1969. But, Greg, I think they're sealing. And I'm not even predicting they get this far. But I think if all goes well, their ceiling is AFC title game. I'm with you right there. I'm with, they're, they're not winning the AFC. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, when you look at all the teams that have improved, yes, the Jets have improved, but they got a lot that they're going to work through. Maybe they hit their stride. Maybe, the, maybe it clicks. They, and it happens for them. But if I'm putting my money on the line, AFC title game, you can get there. Will you uh, win it? I don't, I don't think they can get there. I, th- listen, you don't think the they ceiling. can get to the AFC title game? What's the ceiling to you? The ceiling? Ceiling for the Jets. The ceiling is sneak into the playoffs. Win one game. Yeah, and I mean, if I'm saying ceiling and win one game, okay. I, don't, the, I don't think that's – I think that is very optimistic, but I'm not going to act like they can't win a wild card round game. I, I think Kansas City, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo, and the Chargers are all better than them. That's seven. In their own conference. And I also think this. When we're talking about, I think we all agree it is incredibly unlikely this team has a gaudy regular season record. Like the one or the two seed. Which means you're going to be on the road in the playoffs. And while when you guys won the Super Bowl, you were on the road the whole way. And it was awesome. Since then, here's Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs since that Super Bowl run. He has been a bad road quarterback. Flat. Mm-hmm. And I listen, road playoff games are hard. It's why it's nice if you never have to play them. Shout out Arrowhead Invitational. But yeah, for, the, for the mere mortals, you're going to have to play a few road playoff games. And it, we're talking about a dozen years. Rodgers has had one great road playoff game since that Super Bowl run. The game in 2016 against Dak Prescott, his rookie year, threw that amazing pass down the sideline at the yep. end, end. Crosby's kick curved in. That, that's it. 
And so going on the road just to get an opportunity mm-hmm. to go to Arrowhead, and it, it's not happening. Like, With that defense, you really that's don't. the thing. He hasn't I, had the great – I know he's been to blame I, too, but his defenses haven't can, been as can great I, as this. Can I say something on that real quick? Yeah. Cowboys, Niners, Eagles. Come on. You guys tell me about the Broncos, Patriots. Thank you. There's a lot – there's – the, the top five defense room right now has about 11 teams in it that think they're in it. Yep. And all I'm saying is one of these defenses that we think is going to be what might be the best in the league, we're going to be like, God dog it. They're not a top 10 defense. I, that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is you hear top Their five defense should sure get better. Should, the quarterbacks last year were should. putting them in bad positions, yeah, not helping fair. them out. The, young, the, the stars are young. Defense so you expect them to get better. Sauce Gardner, Quinn and Williams. I get it. Defense also feasted on backup and third-string quarterbacks last year. That happened too. Coming up, Broncos. You love oh, Bill Sal. Barnwell. Yeah, it's we, it's your doing? guy, Bill Barnwell. What are we doing? That's your GM, Nick. What? Nope, he demoted. Welcome back to Just an Electric Show. Bill Barnwell getting in early on Prediction Week. There will be prizes next week. By saying the Broncos will likely be a playoff team, and you'll love this, Broussard, they weren't that bad last year. <laughs> Even with Wilson melting down, the injuries piling up, and a coach who seemed overmatched for his job by the end of week one, the Broncos weren't as bad as they seemed. He talks about a lot of close games. They lost their overtime games. So, Nick, start with you. Are you ready to, keyword, admit that the Broncos are going to the playoffs? Because, quick background, in Nick's fantasy world where you come into a wealth a huge fortune in buying an NFL team, you said Bill Barnwell would, would be, be your my assistant yes. general manager. I think I thought you said GM. Yeah, you're okay. you're going, Yeah, you're up. He's whatever. GM. I, listen, yeah. okay, so when he says right, his job, I think you said it's fifty-fifty yeah. on decision. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, you know, he says Broncos. Uh, and I like Bill. So also, you know what? Since you're now really trying to put me on the spot here, I'm now going to put our show on the spot. The quote was. If the following things happen, and then he lays out a few things, then the Broncos will likely be a playoff team. Yeah, but it's all normal things. Yeah, I well, thought that, he was saying they likely okay, get in. Okay, that's. But here's the thing. No, I'm not buying the Broncos as a wow. playoff team. Of course not. But hold on. Here's. I'm going to ask you a question, Greg Jennings. Soccer. <laughs> what are they going to do well offensively? Do they have a thousand yard running back on the team? No. They they th- you, do they have they a thousand yard? Re- do they, they have a thousand guys. yard receiver? They will on the team. Hold I on. mean, he. Well, hold he, on. They do actually, though. Cortland Sutton did it four years ago. Jerry Judy. Everybody loves Jerry Judy, and you want to find yeah, the best like Jerry, Jerry Judy tape? Judy. Turn on Alabama. I mean, he had nine seventy two with the way Russell Wilson played nine last seven, year. Right. With the That's way Russell Wilson played last year. Who's the quarterback this year? Russell Wilson. Okay, got it. Cool. So, I, so you're I, saying Sean Payton he can't get twenty eight yards? No. No. That's I'm not. I said, what do they do well offensively? What right. are the Broncos going to do well offensively? You have sat up here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to credit Bill Barnwell because I, I didn't know this till I read it in his article. Yeah. All right? But you have sat up here for months. And been right about the Broncos? Said, That's t- I can't find. Months. I can't find a comp. Where a quarterback played poorly no. in the middle of his career and then came back to be who he was. No. And you know what? Barnwell had plenty of them. Brett Favre. 
Two years in Green Bay where he was horrific, 38 touchdowns, 47 picks, and then was great for the next three years, including in a couple other places, Minnesota and so on and so forth. And the Jets pretty good. Eli Manning did it too. 2013, 18 touchdowns, 27 picks. Yeah. Great the next few years. And they drafted Odell, and he had a brief resurgence and won zero playoff games and then was benched for Geno Smith. All I know is he threw 30 touchdowns the next year with like 14 interceptions. With Odell, and they won zero playoff games. Go ahead. Keep going. Give me more. You gave me Brett Favre. Did he bounce back? You gave me Brett Favre. Brett Favre, Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson was certainly on that path before going to Denver. Still might be a Hall of Famer. Eli Manning, that's two. You can't take Eli away. All right, Phillip Rivers. Rivers also was bad his last year with the Chargers. Pretty good in Indy. What? Pretty, he was pretty, good. He was pretty good, pretty in, good Indy. in Indy. He was okay. pretty good right, in Indy. So right, that's three. That's good. three what are we examples. Talking? All right, that's great. That, so, so Russ could bounce back with okay. the quarterback with Sean Okay, Bates. I am asking a very simple question. The question, maybe I misstated it. Maybe it sounded like I said, give me some quarterbacks from 20 years ago that had some down years and bounce back. <laughs> I thought the question I asked was, what are the Broncos no, going to do well question? offensively? Well, what they're going to do well what are they is gonna they're going to hire a head coach named Sean Payton that's going to turn the tide on what they didn't do well last year. and improve Which was everything upon. offensively. Correct. So he's going to turn say, the tide on everything. That's, Moses. That's what he does. Go Look, look, if, if we're going to watch the Jacksonville Jaguars go from worst to first, Hello. if we're going to watch all these teams finally go from worst to first, then we can't sit here and give the Broncos a chance to go from worst to first? What? Like, it, it's possible. Well, worst to playoffs. Just second <laughs> to playoffs. Right. Well, worst to second and then playoffs. But go ahead. I mean, go. you know how I feel about the Broncos. Yeah, I've, been, the- I've been saying this. this is, they have the team that can put it together and get into the postseason and make some noise and potentially make Make a run at the Super Bowl. Okay. Who knows? Right. It's, it's really all based upon <laughs> the performance of Russell Wilson. Which is a Which problem. It is a problem because of what we saw last year. And the year but- before. Guys, he nine times, Nick, for- 25 touchdowns, six interceptions, one of the top five the passer ratings in the league. Bro. That's bad. Bro, you're a quarterback wins guy. Russell Wilson had nine straight years above 500 every single year, correct? Yes. And then and he played on, three wait, of those games cor- hurt with his thumb or with the finger. Okay. So that's, that's very interesting because that's yeah. the next thing. I was, so so he had nine straight years in Seattle, was above 500 every year. Nine straight years, he missed a total of zero games. His last year in Seattle, did he get hurt and miss time? Yeah, but okay. it was a finger was he below injury. 500? That can anybody. Was he below 500? Yes. All right, last year in Denver, was he below 500? And did he get hurt and miss time? Also, his nine years in Seattle, he averaged 90 rushing attempts and 500 yards. His last two years, since, you know, he hasn't been good anymore, it's 50 attempts and 230 yards. He, he an, was hurt the last year in Seattle. He was, yes, got, okay, he yes. hurt last year. Brew, we agree. This quarterback, who used to win a bunch of games and never get hurt, now loses games and is consistently hurt and doesn't run. We agree. We, we've seen it. And the Denver defense, it should be noted, traded away Bradley Chubb mm-hmm. because the Denver defense lost E.J. Evero. Yeah, my, Frank, Frank Clark, Clark is a great playoff performer, which in Denver is worth nothing. And so, like, the, I just... I, I don't I don't know what we're talking about here. I, I'm still waiting for the thing well, they're going to do well offensively. What are what is the thing they're going to do well offensively? They can run the ball too. They can run the ball. I'm with you. They need to improve. That's why we have to wait and see 
what they're going to be. I just happen to believe in them more than you because you don't believe in them at all. You believe in Sean Payton. Sean Payton. No, he does not. No, he doesn't. I think think Sean Payton's fine. Yeah, fine. Who wants to be fine? I got a question. Just just quickly, I'm sorry, Hubs. The San Francisco 49ers, offensively, what are they going to do well? I don't know this year. Not yes, you do. Every, you there you go. Everything. <laughs> Fill it up. Wait, I'm not Wait saying the Broncos are as good Wait, as the Niners. But I'm you asking the, for one thing. I, I think understand. they specifically I think they one run the ball thing. well. They're going to run and the I ball well. And I think Russell will With throw their, it. I don't think it'll be Patrick Mahomes, but I think he'll throw it much better than he did last the, year. So, so and the, they got some good – they just got P. Ryan from Cincinnati. Oh, I like oh, P. Ryan. Well, that, I like P. Ryan. Come on, talk about it. You like everybody that's – He runs hard. Okay. They win their overtime games. They win a lot of ones. They were 0 3 last year in overtime, man. Missed a couple games on late field goals. Yep. Yeah, I read the article too, and I watched the games. <laughs> I know. They're not. Sean Payton <laughs> turns that around. <laughs> Most injured team in the league. Yeah, last year. that was shocking. Only two guys. What's, what's up? Yeah, I, I, what's the painting up? That's a painting literally from the 16th century that prophesized the prince. Christian Kirk, <laughs> who played with Larry Fitzgerald, A.J. Green, and D-Hop in oh, Arizona. They're, oh, they're good. Is very high on the Jaguars receivers. Oh, I've been in the room with a couple of Hall of Famers. We have the potential. Mm. I wouldn't say we're there yet, but we have the potential top to bottom. Mm. The type of guys we have in our room, we definitely have everything that it takes to be special. That's pretty good. What do you want him to say? We're not that good? I don't know, Wilds. They, they, what, what do you want? It's a, it's a normal quote. Okay. I think we'll be okay. I think we might win eight games. What's the question? I don't know. You're not going to ask it. <laughs> What's the Jaguars' floor and ceiling? Don't say they're going to the Super Bowl. Just please. We have three more minutes in the show. That actually would be imp- – if you said that, I'd be Are stunned. You that, that means they beat the Chiefs. Their floor is losing in round one of the playoffs because their floor is winning the AFC South. The worst the division case, is horrible. They, well, I'm not ready it's to say that. The, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I, you don't you don't respect Indy, Mike Vrabel. That's fine. No problem. He's, no, no, Mike, that's, he's, every Vrabel, year, Mike Vrabel's good. I like Vrabel, but Vra- that's it. The Vrabel Tannehill combo. You got two rookie quarterbacks. The, right. One of them raw. Right, but I said, the Vrabel Tannehill combo, for the record, has been to as many AFC title games as the Allen McDermott oh, combo, D-Hop, for whatever man. it's worth. Um, needs but their floor it. is losing in round one of the playoffs, and their ceiling is. They're an invitational loss. I mean, that's a good ceiling. It's a good third place. That's That's basically, and and the NFL might need to do something about like what happens to the if the second best team keeps not getting to play in the Super Bowl because they have to play in their own invitational beforehand, which is (laughs) usually much more difficult than the Super Bowl. But that's it. I think you wanted. He he came close to saying no. no. What's you answer the question? What's their floor? What's their floor? It's hard for them not to win that. Oh, look at this! Whoa! Everyone's come around. I I have nothing but respect for Vrabel, but I just think that who's the disappointing team? Houston and Indianapolis. I know predictions week is. Maybe. Ceiling. They could get (laughs) bad. I agree with Nick. The ceiling could be the AFC champion. Oh, look at that! I've convinced you all. No, I'm on the argument. I've always liked Trevor Lawrence. What?